the church which is made up of people who have come to faith and knowledge of Jesus through the message of the disciples, you, me, believers today. And in verse 21, Jesus prays that the church may be one, united in his pure love, his righteousness, so that we may not only be in relationship with Jesus, but we will be in a rightful relationship with God. This is impossible unless we have Jesus in our life as he is our intercessor and through him we can approach our Heavenly Father. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. <clears throat> and Jesus prays that not only will we be one, that's all believe in the truth of his word, but he goes further by praying that relationships will be close as a father and a son's relationship, as a daughter and a mother. And when the church is seen to have this special relationship, the world will see that Jesus is real. How can we as a church be seen to be people set apart from the world, living and breathing Jesus? Do we feed the hungry and give the thirsty a drink? Do we offer the stranger hospitality or give clothes for the poor, take care of the sick and visit the prisoner? Matthew twenty-five thirty-four, one of the signs of Christian living and a serious passage to consider as Jesus, when he returns, will, according to this scripture, separate the sheep from the goats. And in verse 22, Jesus prays <coughs> excuse me, that the believers in the church will receive his glory. The glory Jesus is referring to is honour, to honour God, to give God all the praise for everything, to give God all the thanks. Often we hear when someone has fought and died for their country, they have done it for the glory of that country. And through Jesus' death, he has given God's glory to the church. In verse 23, Jesus speaks of the love he has between him and his Father. And his prayer continues to ask his Father that this love, pure, deep, life-transforming, will be seen in the lives of believers and through the church. It's the love that Jesus wanted from Peter. 
when he challenged him three times in John 21 verses 15 to 17. He demands our all. Verse 24, Jesus now prays that we as believers will one day be united with him and we will see Jesus fully glorified in heaven. Jesus speaks of his Father's love before the creation of the world. Jesus knew that one day he would be stripped of his glory for a short time as he died on the cross, taking on the sin of us, of the world. <clears throat> Jesus wants everyone in this world to know him and his Father. And he says he will pray for this continuously. The greatest gift he has given to us is love. God's love. Perfect love through his Son Jesus. And there's many verses in scripture that speaks of God's love. But I particularly like this one in John 4 verse 19. We love God because he first loved us. We as a church family are coming together to pray this afternoon. And we'll gather together to talk and listen to God. Through Jesus, out of our love and thanks. We want our hearts to be in tune with God. We want to pray for the hungry and for the thirsty, for the homelessness, the sick, the poor, and those in prison, particularly for their faith. Not just here in the UK and around <clears throat> this village, but all over the world. So, Father, just thank you for that verse where it says you are continually praying for each one of us, for the, your church that you are going to return for your church one day. Lord, in this chapel, we want to be prepared for that. So I pray you give us the spirit of your prayer this afternoon and that we will glorify and honour you. In Jesus' name, Amen.